0: Amen. If we can just go on and be exalting on a constant basis we'll see the glorification of God and the lifting of ourselves also. Amen. Father we thank you in the name of Jesus. Amen. We bless the Lord for the team and for what they did we give god praise and we thank god for you also for being here today hallelujah i've told you about a pastor who started a church and there was nobody coming not even one person so he would do his sweeping tidy up pastor paul frank i'm talking to apostle and then he will start his opening prayer When you say hallelujah, he will answer amen by himself. Until one old man passed by and saw him and had pity on him and went to encounter that old man. Let's go and encourage this boy before he dies. You know, when you get to church as a pastor and you see four people, you should thank God. Hallelujah. And when you also come to church and you find about four other brethren, Also coming there with you, we thank God. Together we rise. Together we make impact. Together we expand. And then we enlarge ourselves. May the Lord who brought you here this evening grant you the privilege of being blessed. In the name of Jesus Christ. Glory to God. Please have your seats. The Lord is faithful. Hallelujah. I... I've had a little brief on how far you've gone with the theme for the month. I just want to highlight a few things this night. And I'd like you to pay particular attention to the theme for the month. It is very, very crucial. When we talk of Christian ethics, we are talking about the issue of love. It is under that umbrella you have everything that's approved of by God. The way that chapter 13 of First Corinthians takes off is very interesting, very interesting, very, very interesting. Are we there? Verse one. Can we read it together, all of us? though i speak with the tongues of men and of angels but have not love i have become sounding brass and a a clanging cymbal i speak hold on please go back i speak in the tongues of men tongues of men ever tree Dagbani, all the rest fancy um and other rest that you can think about. Let me say just from the northern part of Ghana to the very south part and to the ocean because the ocean also speaks a manner of tongues. Not just that alone, but the tongues of angels, something beyond the ordinary. If I do all these things, spectacular, men will clap for me, but if I don't have love, I'm like a sounding brass and a clanging cymbal they are expected to produce sound that will enlighten the hearts of people but when love is not there so you can have the most sonorous voice when you sing everybody's amazed what kind of cord is this person having but when love is not there all that effort amounts to nothing let's go on let's go on everybody And though I have the gift of prophecy and understand all mysteries and all knowledge, and though I have all faith so that I could remove mountains but have not love, I am what? Nothing. Now look at those things there. I have the gift of prophecy. I have the gift of revelation. I have the gift of knowledge. Prophecies, word of wisdom, word of faith. I have faith itself. My faith is so strong that it can remove mountains. Amazing. So when someone is dead, you stand there and say, Get up! And the person gets up because your faith is a mountain moving faith. It's about if I don't have love, I am what? Nothing. I don't make any impact before God. If I have all the wealth in life and everything that men will fight for and will rejoice over, if I have all those things and I don't have love, it says, I'm nothing. I am what? Nothing. That means my presence does not make any impact before God and before men. I am nothing. You put me on the scales of life. I don't weigh anything. I'm worthless. Without love. Now let's go. Let's read. And though I bestow all my goods to feed the poor, and though I give my body to be burned, but have not love, it profits me nothing. It is my expectation tonight that you begin to place value on this subject called love. And let me say it to you here, all of us who are children of God, we have the deposit of love and we are to work it out to make it flow like rivers from us to other people and make their life comfortable. I'm told that you were taught your vertical and horizontal dimensions of love. Amazing. How much you love God will determine how much you love man. You can't claim to love God and not love mankind. Those are basic things that scripture talks about. If I bestow all my goods, everything I have to feed the poor, which is a venerable thing in the sight of God. God says so. We should take care of the poor and the needy, the widows and the rest of them. If I give my body to be burned for the sake of the kingdom, but have not loved. Maybe I did that one as a show to make people remember me that I love the Lord. But you see, all actions of love are weighed by God and he knows the one that is genuine, the one which is not genuine. But you have the genuine love, the love of God on your inside. What is that name for the love of God? In the the, the, the Greek. What? Okay. Agapao. With these various renditions. It came from God. That's a God kind that doesn't place any demands on it. No strings attached. No strings Attached. A young girl with the grandmother from years ago during some skirmishes between the Muslims and Christians in the Kashmir area were confronted by Islamic soldiers. They were killing Christians, so it was their turn to, to be killed. They should renounce Jesus. They should renounce him. They said, no. Okay, so come out, we'll kill you. And the young girl said, um, excuse me, we are ready to die, but let me say goodbye to my father. Allow us to say goodbye to our father. Where is your father? Our father who is in heaven. And the guys allowed them that they should pray. They knelt down to pray. Father, in the name of Jesus, then fire came up between them and the soldiers. Anytime the soldiers advanced, the fire also advanced to meet them. It was so terrific that those soldiers had to surrender themselves to Jesus. Jesus. One of them eventually became a great man of God. He went through hell, but heaven always answered him. Hallelujah. You can't stand for this love if you don't really love God. If you don't understand that you are who you are today because of the love of God that he bestowed, that he showed on your behalf. You are a Christian because somebody loved you, but in spite of everything that you did, he forgave your sin. And that was not all. He raised an institution that will keep you safe and sound at all times. He raised for you a kind of a buffer. Anytime you enter that place, you are secured. One of the books of Derek Prince, he tells a story of when he, he served in the British Army in the World War II. And then they were being bombarded every time, but their 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 unit commander, the unit commander, any time the raids were about to take place, he would tell them, "Come under the tent." It was a tent. It was what a tent, not even as beautiful as our own, just to keep them from the the bite of the sun. Come under, come under, come under, everybody, whether you are Christian or not, come under this banner. And then they will go. So he joined them. And he said, as soon as they entered the canopy, he couldn't hear anything again. The race were on. The sound of the jet fighters. He couldn't hear anything. Then after a while, the man said, "Let's step out." They stepped out, and you have flesh littered everywhere. So he said, he he he, he looked at the tent again. This is just ordinary what tent. And there was something in that tent that turned into something as a fortress for God's own people because the Lord was there. Who was there? The Lord was there. That was how he became a Christian. The great teacher of the word of God. He's going to be with the Lord, but his legacy is still speaking. The love of God reach unto them over there because somebody loved God to stand for God. Let me say what I said again. The love of God reached unto them over there in the desert at the battlefield because somebody dared to love God. That was their commandant. The commander. He dared to love God and then made room for the love of God to meet everyone over there. You are the agent of God's love. And wherever you go, that love must be seen in you. That is what is going to draw somebody to the cross of Jesus. Make somebody find peace in the household of the Lord. The love that exudes from you. The love that leaves you to reach other people. will make them know that there's some kind of life beyond what he had always known. That is what saved that man. And look at the impact their praise has made on this earth while he was alive and even after he went to be with God in heaven his work is still speaking it was all the product of the love of God that somebody dared to walk in somebody dared to walk in that love of God when they went under that canopy whether they were Muslims or not they were secured are you getting what I'm saying So so the love of God that you believe in and God's word that you uphold and you practice in your community will become like a shelter above the entire community where you are. So when evil is happening elsewhere, it cannot enter your place. Why? There's a child of God who believes in the love of God and who is walking the love of God. You can give all the houses around there free electricity, free water, free everything, serve them with food if you don't have love. If what you are doing is to make them your slaves so you can now ask them to weed around the place that they should make sure they watch over your house when you are not there then the love element is not there he said it profits me nothing go to the next verse love suffers long is kind love does not envy Love does not parade itself. It's not puffed up. Please, listen. Anytime you read this chapter of the Bible, you may receive some blows. Some what? Blows. Don't close your Bible. Don't get offended. God is reminding you of your true status and how he wants you to appear as an ambassador of the kingdom of heaven where you are. You are not like other men you are not like other women you are a different person altogether sent by the most high god to go and represent him so you show forth his praise you do what you show forth his praise wherever you are love suffers long it doesn't react easily like that it doesn't give up doesn't give up imagine we want to invite somebody to church i mean to full gospel meeting Myself, one other Ghanaian a doctor he's gone to be with the Lord a few, about a year or so ago. And the person said there was no water for him to bath. We went looking for water. So I went looking for water. Dr. Noi was pressing his cloth so that he could go with us. We were against schedule. And was, I was membership director. I was supposed to have been there before the meeting would start. But that single soul was very important to us. The love of God compelled us to do anything that the God wanted us to do. We served him in that house. And eventually, he had no excuse than to follow us. And he followed us to the meeting. And the hand of God touched him that day and gave his life to Jesus Christ. You needed to know the kind of thing that God used that man to do in that state, in the midst of the Muslims. That one man. If we had gotten fed up, it's enough. Are you the only person after all, There are other souls over there. No. There's no other soul than that one. That one you have been chatting with every time you talk politics with. You, you discuss football. When it comes to football, you are the best of friends. But there's something you carry that you are supposed to give to the person, but you won't do it. You are waiting for a day when something will happen in the house, and then you stand and say, In the name of Jesus, let me change. That is not what we are talking about here. We are talking about your daily walk with God. The love of God leaving you and touching people and turning them around. If you heard some statement that this person made over and over again before he passed on to be with the Lord, this great evangelist of Africa. Who was that? Real Ryan monkey. Ryan said what he was waiting for. was on the final day, when the road be called, he wanted to see the harvest of Africa. The harvest of what? Africa. That is the only joy that he was waiting to see. That he would stand by there at the gallery and see the harvest of Africa moving. That's what he wanted to see. And he went everywhere. In places he was rejected. But he went there again. Every second that passes by somebody is going to hell. Every second. Somebody is going to hell. If you like, make it every hour. Somebody is going to hell. We are here. We are carriers of the love of God. We must step out. There is nothing that pleases God much more than you making his love known unto the world of darkness. and Making people come to terms with the realities of God and who God really is to them. For them to be able to turn their back to the tales that people tell. To come to know that God is real and that he loves us. It will come from you. It will come from me. Every opportunity that we have Let's show that love to people. Oh, what is there for you to let go? A person who has offended you over and over and over again. You offense, you, you offense I'm sorry. You offense, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm, every time, I'm sorry. Love. It suffers long. It doesn't give up. Love is kind. No matter who needs the kindness. And love, that's not envy. Do you know why? The envy is one major thing of the flesh. Envy stems, it has its own roots in the realm of the devil. Satanic world, that's where envy comes from. What are you envying? What is it that God cannot make available to you that you have to envy somebody who has something? Shouldn't that person's life be a challenge to you for you to trust your God more and more. And to do that which is right. To take steps in the word of God. For it to produce for you. God is no respecter of persons. Thereby in every nation. In every country. As many as believe in him. As many as believe in him. This God. Is unto all of them equally. He is unto all of them. So where comes envy? The person married a woman. So that's the kind of woman I really want to marry. How much of the world do you know? How far of this earth have you covered? That you think that you be the, the most beautiful woman that fits you. You have not gone anywhere. There are places when you go to, you see women, you want to know where they came from. This Were they born by by human beings or they just drop from heaven. It's beauty. Is it beauty that you're going to marry? Oh, then, then, then the last time they are doing this, uh, beauty is it pageant they call it. Go there with the intent of marrying the one that will become the queen. Yes. As soon as they declare that person, you go and say, I'm marrying you now. I've been waiting for you for a long time. I found you. I'm prepared. We organize the wedding here and now. There's no problem about that at all. What are you looking for? I have everything. God has blessed me so much. You don't marry beauty. Even though it is very good to have a beautiful lady by your side. True or false. But you know your love can turn that ugly woman to be very, very beautiful. And your hatred can turn that beautiful man to be very ugly. That your wife carries the entire problems of the world upon her head. Everybody is sleeping. She's crying because of your wickedness. Because of what? Your wickedness. The woman is crying every night. So, she's about 30 years old. If you see the gullies, gullies, these, they are not just the gullies now. They are valleys running in her face. You take her for a, a, an 80-year-old woman with wrinkles everywhere because of the demonic nature that you manifest in the house. Love. No, there's a verse over there. When I get that, I'll tell you a story. Love. Where is this love? It's inside you. Because Christ lives on your inside. The Holy Ghost is in you. Then the love of God is right inside you there. And he said, just 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 obey my commandments. Work out my word. And you will see the radiation of God's word, God's love. Every time in your life. If you you want to live without people offending you, then you have a huge problem. People will always offend you. (laughs) Love does not envy anybody. Love trusts on God. Depends on God. He knows that God is surely. If I play my part, if I stay where God wants me to stay, I will surely have. God's hand upon my life. Let me just be what God wants me to be. Let me just do what he wants me to do. People may not like you, but they are not the ultimate. You are not what? The ultimate. So you cannot say that God can't bless you where you are because everybody hates you. It's a lie. We had a brother who was hated everywhere he went to. The place where he was working, they hated you. So he came to a prayer meeting and mentioned that one. And then we said, oh, how should everybody hate you? You bear on you the glory of God. They can't resist you. We'll visit you in your place. So we went there as a team. That brother is from uh, Basabasi's uh, area. We sat down with him, we his hand together and we said, whatever the enemy has put around your table here, that makes people Who destroy that thing here today And then we greeted them We greet you today with the love of God You will prosper in your lives And they said amen They didn't know what that word carried You can't prosper When there's no love in you All you want to do Somebody's working hard and you're offended You want to put the person down we will surely go down. So, in the church, they yeah, watch it, particularly those of you in the choir. I'm sorry, but uh, why is a leader always picking on this lady? Maybe there's something going on between the two of them. There's something. Why don't you also allow yourself to have something going on between the two of you? Oh, sure. Sure. Every leader wants to have a person who is loyal. Who is hardworking. A person he can trust and lean on. That if I give this assignment to this girl, she will take it to the highest point. Beyond what I have taught her. That's what every leader is looking for. Not looking for one that is chewing gum. One is busy teaching song. All you are doing is chewing gum. The one who is in charge of, uh, see... As pastors, when we stand here, we'll watch you. We'll do what? We'll watch you. We can't avoid it. We have to see you. And we'll have to watch you. And we'll see many things. We'll see what? Many, many things. So your pastor stands here. He has in mind to give you an assignment, a placement over there. And what he's seeing from here is something extra. He'll be a very wicked man to still want to put you there. The best he can do for you is to make sure he brings you closer to teach you how to live better. So you can fit into your assignment. If somebody is on assignment, if you are a wise person, you will support that person with prayer and with proper involvement. What are you envying? Somebody's shirt? Do you know where the shirt comes from? That shirt is the shirt you rejected the other time when that woman who sells um, second hand came to the place and you said, I'm me, mean, I me, mean, force I mean, there, me force the there. That they shed that person saw and bought and took the laundry and they made it nice and because the glory of God upon that person, it is shining and now you are envying that same thing. What you rejected. Oh, okay. That girl rejected. I didn't even know that she was so beautiful. It's because your mind is corrupt. Love does not envy Love is excited when somebody is making progress. Takes time to say, Father, bless this, my brother, for me. Grant him grace and wisdom to prosper in this work to the glory of your name. And God sees you as a person who is ready to do exploits. David was pursued by by Saul and some men, worthless men. The Bible talks about them as worthless. They went to see him because they knew who David was. And they served David, and God lifted those men from the nobodies to people whose name cannot be forgotten until so Jesus comes back again. Their names are in the Bible. They called them this man in charge of the 50s, this one in charge of the 100s. This is the one that could fight and kill so and so number of people before the sword would go down. They were worthless people, but they had common sense to support a person that God has appointed. And they followed him. Laid their life down for that man, and God, I will honor your 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 memory. I will end honor your what your memory. Until now, many years have gone. We we'll read the Bible, we we'll find them here. What are you envying? You've had so many opportunities. If you had embraced the opportunity, by now you should be somewhere higher. And people would also look at you and say, "Blessed be the name of the Lord who lifted this person." You are a candidate for lifting walk in the love of God. Stop envying people. Because you are the one to be envied. You are what? The one to be envied. And the love does not parade itself. That's not parade itself. I'm not talking about the parade that the military and the police they have. But you don't go about throwing your weight around. Don't throw your weight about. Somebody's deficient. But you are endowed. Don't look down on the person. I told you that was last in my class. The whole of form one, class one. And uh, good part two, test of class two. I was last in the class. Last. Last. Nobody say there was one person behind Nobody was behind me. Nobody. It was The person behind me was the teacher. <laughs> last. But third term of class two, something changed. Form three, something changed. And now they were trying to catch up with me, they couldn't catch up with me. That person who is down today will rise tomorrow. Don't despise that person. Stop throwing your weight about. You are not the most beautiful person in this world. The beauty is the glory of God upon you that people see, they behold it. And say, "Ah, this one is awesome! How I wish I could be as beautiful as this." I've told you before: one day, when you get angry, look at your face in the mirror. You run away. You you just run because the face over there is Satan's face, not your face. <laughs> Appreciate the love of God. Appreciate the fact that He put it in you. And thank God he's giving you grace to be able to walk in that love. And walk in that love. Walk in that love at all times. A person who loves is very humble. Humility is not foolishness. No. No, it's not. I was telling the apostle that when we were younger in the faith, we used to kill people with prayer. Not because the people I have, you know. It's not out of envy. It was that they were trying to disturb us. You understand? So we wanted to put them aside. And the, those speeches, the prayers are there in the Bible. They are there. But as I grew in understanding of who God really is, I regretted. Instead of me praying for these ones to be saved, I prayed for their destruction. I pray for them to be demoted from their offices where they were. And they were demoted. Some fell sick. What did I gain from that one? Nothing. Regret. I think I told you in a class here, one day, one girl who was trying to cause trouble in the church, a church where I was pastoring, with her spirit of fornication. When I got tired, I rose up in the night and I said, Lord, from today, this girl is not a member of this church. I cannot be her shepherd. I sent her out of the church and she went away. God asked me one day, where is Enon? I said, I don't know where she is. He said, if anything happens to that girl, I will demand her blood from you where will I be able to pay for the blood of that woman? If I tell you how I suffered, asking people about the, where about the let me, praying, trusting God to help me, weeping, why must you do this to come and weep at night? Love will save you. Praise God. It will save you. Pray them, pray them, pray until one day she appeared. It was a Wednesday service in the evening. I can't forget that one. appeared. I left the altar like this and went to meet her and embraced her. That same wicked girl, in my own estimation, God asked me, are you a judge? I'm not. So let's be very careful. Very careful. Very, very careful. Be very careful. Somebody gave me land to start church. Went and spent all the money we had the church we dug a well there we 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 were going to put a urinary and the toilet over there because of space they dug this mound hole we're going to build a thing on it And one day the person caught vision and i called him what is it that you have on your heart tell me said god told him to start his ministry We have spent everything that we had. And initial stages of this work. And I told him, I asked him, Are you convinced about that? He said he has said kneel down. So I prayed for him and left the whatever we had done to him. Will I fight him? No. What was he going to do? Kingdom work. What's What's my problem? His kingdom. See, as I stand here now, if everybody here says, God has spoken to me, I want to go and have ministry, I will not stop you. I'll pray for all of you to go. And I'll visit you in your churches. I don't have any problem. As long as you are not taking the people to hell, you're taking them to the kingdom, I'm not troubled one bit, sincerely speaking. This is me. I have an understanding. What God has blessed, nobody can destroy I'm not that kind of person. He went. He had challenged. He called me. I prayed for him. He had a problem. I had to go there to go and pray for him. And I blessed the land and I said, "God, will by all means look at how He will make you do this work." Recently, I understand He's been looking for me. He had to locate. The land is being used by mechanics. Just by the roadside. Am I worried? No. At least he's still in ministry. And he has people that he's pastoring. Even if there are five of them, those five, if they were to be armed robbers, they could cause much more havoc in life than anything else. That is what I consider. Don't parade yourself around. And don't be a boss. Don't. Be a guide. A shepherd and a guide. A unit leader, be a guide to the people. Be a blessing to them. Guide them on the path of love. And show it yourself. I can be angry with you, but I won't keep it forever. You offend me, I will scold you. I can be very angry. I hit David's chest this night, this evening. David, um, David. <laughs> when he said I was sorry. I gave him a backhand, his chest. Pah. I said, next time, don't try that thing again. And the same person attended to me. You understand what I'm talking about? I don't have any problem. I wasn't angry. I just gave him that. You now you remember it. When the team painted him small, you him. It wasn't too much. The heat of an old man is not that serious. <laughs> Praise God. But it got him where he wasn't expecting it. Hallelujah. Love is not popped up. It doesn't pop up. Please, humble yourself. Humble what? Yourself. I'm not saying be stupid. I'm saying humble yourself. It takes humility and patience and carefulness to dissect the ant and bring out its liver and all the internal parts intact. That's what they say in Akan language. They say, But I say, forget about it. <laughs> I said it in English before I came to speak. Your problem is that that's why some people believe that you, you understand this tree but you don't want us to know will trap you one day. Praise God. A little patience. A little patience. A little patience. That way what brother you will get him back to the fold. A little patience. A little love. Show the person love a Pray for that person. You have prayed and prayed and prayed. There's no change. It doesn't matter. Continue. Keep on praying. Do you know how many times people prayed for you before you got saved? at least I know mine. I know. I know that people prayed they prayed. They prayed well well for me to be saved. I know that one. I know it. Do you know how many people prayed for you? They didn't give up on you. They didn't give up. They were trusting God that one day. Why? Because they saw something in you. That that attitude you are manifesting as a sinner, if God can get hold of you, he will use the same favor. To make you do exploits for him so don't give up on people your drunkard brother don't give up on him he's not the worst of people he's not your love can turn the person around so don't say you, you sin as a sin, sinner like you We have been talking to you for the past four years you are still drinking my younger brother the one after me immediately told me something when I was talking about his attitude he said um, You, I have not done half of what you did. That's what he told me. Not half. I said, you may not be lucky. And then he says something that sounds very interesting. These days, when we talk and we talk about it, we just laugh. Now, he's an elder in church in Germany. He's an elder. He said, this is your gra-gra-gra. You learned it. You came to learn it on earth. Well, I was born with it. I was born. Look at that. I was born Then you came to learn. So he was, he was excited over the attitude, that thing that he had. To him, it was a credit. He sent me a message last year. Was it last year or this new year? And what he said about me i cried i cried it was it was tears of joy and bewilderment that god to turn a person around like that that person don't give up on that your brother that your sister that your uncle don't let the love of god in you begin to reach onto that person The person will change. Glory to God. Glory to God. It is my prayer that by the time this month will come to an end, something significant should have happened in your life. Something significant. This is your prayer. This is your confession. Lord, I appreciate your love that is in me. And I see that love flowing from me to reach other people. That people will see your might and your glory in my life. They will see it. That's what I desire to see. My prayer for every one of you over here is that like you don't need to grow in age to change. But now you will change because of what you have heard about God's love. That when you listen to God, when you study the word of God, and you see the love of God at work on you in your life, you should be able to turn around and be a blessing, a massive blessing to people. That man you met lying down, when you shall be returning, you'll be standing up. Will he reach out his hand to keep you steady, that you don't fall when you fell? That sister you met yesterday and you looked down upon, one day you will meet her and will wish that she were your wife. A young pastor went to a lady to ask her to marry him. And the, the, the lady sized the man up from the head down to the toes. You know the person I'm talking about if I mention mentioning them now. And said, is it me you want to use for your ministry? My friend you are not my class. Sit down. And don't talk to me about this thing again. Young man left and met a meek woman, a stupid woman who allowed herself to be used to start ministry. I don't know if that lady is married now. I don't know. She was the mate of one of our bishops back there in Nigeria. That bishop married a friend. Made, I mean a friend, a friend to and the wife of one of our bishops, one of our senior bishops. When the bishop married that her friend when he had nothing, and he looked at him with disrespect because she was puffed up, become like coat hanger. You know, coat hunger. Now, the pastor met one foolish girl and got married her, and his ministry has blossomed, and you have no husband. Everybody is tired praying for her. I'm telling you, everybody is tired. Pride. Pride. A pastor was posted to their station. And when she saw the the pastor, who is now a bishop, she said, what has this one got to offer? That time the lady was at the Lauren and Bishop George was sent to that place. He looked at him and said, what has this one got to offer? Where I met her, she will come to church. Deliberately come late. Wearing penciled shoes and you hear ca, 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 when you are ministering. That's when she'll be coming. Sit down, cross her legs and open newspaper and be Yes. Me. <laughs> so one day I told God, I can't pastor this one. I said, Father, in the name of Jesus, from today, this lady is not part of this church. I'm not her shepherd, and she's not my staff. I mean, my whatever, flock. I'm not part of it. So I, they asked me about him at the headquarters. How about this sister? I said, she's not my member. Oh, has she left? I said, she's there. But I'm not her pastor. So one of them, the senior man who also became bishop, later. He called me. I said, he said, for soon, what you are saying is very dangerous. I said, no, sir. I'm only saying that she's not part of the people that you sent me to flock. She's not. To oversee. Say, do you know that what you are saying can destroy her? I said, no. How can what I'm saying destroy her? That girl knows much more than I do. She's looking for people like you to go and pass her that place. So, please, let her be there. When people like you go there, eh? they held a meeting on my, on the account of what I said, and sent the pastor there, I'm talking about Bishobolu, came to the place and called that girl and I said, be careful. That person you are looking down, do you know the kind of thing that he carries? Be very careful. They warned her. She told her, I said, I'm not looking for friends. No. I'm looking for people who work for the kingdom. I deliberately sent you to be an assistant prayers person, you rejected that one. Because I didn't allow you to be the head of the of the choir. And the, the people I met on ground say you can't teach a song. So what is your problem? And then she was saying I don't like a place where they do politics. Me, I do politics. Where do I know you? I came from Ghana. You're Nigeria. <laughs> I won't fight you so I won't go and tell people that the one that came is one really village man. I'm a village man. I've never doubted that one. No argument about it from the village. My village very far, even now. They have quota in the place by very far. <laughs> Praise God. But now we are friends. Very good friends. If I enter that city she must look for me. And she knew I love this spaghetti so she would go and prepare spaghetti. Plenty like that with a lot of meat to come and serve me. This same person she despised. But she missed out of glory. Traveled a very hard road. Very hard road. Please bring yourself low and allow God to do what? To lift you. When God places you, no man can dislodge you. May his peace abandon to you. May his glory abound upon your life. May the grace of God abound upon your life. And make your life so great and so sweet in the name of Jesus Christ. You are here this evening You want to hear your life to Jesus Christ. It is in Jesus you can have access to the love of God. I want to have a time with you just in a minute. We'll pray together and then I introduce you to the great man that God sent to us. Jesus, the lamb that was slain before the foundation of the earth. So that by him you'll be able to walk on the path of life and enjoy the light of heaven. Anybody here like that this evening I want to pray with you. Glory to God. Father, I thank you for your word. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen.